See you soon. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story's former chief executive C.Y. Leung says students should be protected from being radicalized. Customs sees four vessels and $20 million worth of frozen meat and fruit, saying it's the first suspected case of smugglers using barges for such activities and a long-standing UN arms embargo on Iran is due to end today. Former Chief Executive C.Y. Leung says students should be protected from being radicalized, pointing out that more than 100 teachers have faced prosecution over protest-related offenses. Mr. Leung also dismissed accusation he doxed teachers who are being prosecuted after he published the names, ages, and schools of 18 teachers on his Facebook page. It's prompted 17 complaints to the privacy watchdog and some pro-democracy figures accuse him of spreading hatred and launching a cultural revolution-style attack on the education sector. Mr. Lang says he hasn't breached privacy laws. I just collated information including names of the teachers who are being prosecuted teachers who have been committed in our law courts. I collated this information from already published uh, reported um, reports in the, in, in the media. So there is nothing to do with the question of privacy. The regulator of local estate agents is warning people of the pitfalls they face when buying property outside Hong Kong. William Lang, the chairman of the Estate Agents Authority, told RTHK's letter to Hong Kong that he noticed more and more people purchasing non-local properties and advised them to watch out for a pattern for deals that may go wrong. There is a pattern for bad property investment experiences. First, the property concerned is uncompleted. Secondly, the purchase transaction is closed on remote basis with inadequate due diligence done by the buyer. Thirdly, Attractive incentives or investment returns are offered by the foreign developer. When these three factors come together, it is highly likely that the investment would turn sour. Mr. Leung said prospective buyers should use licensed agents to make sure they're subject to oversight or discipline by an estate agent's authority. He also told buyers to be wary when it comes to claimed rental returns from properties. Customs have arrested 22 people and seized $20 million worth of frozen meat and fruit in an anti-smuggling operation. It also seized one cargo vessel and three tugboats, saying it's the first suspected case of smugglers using barges for such activities. The operation took place on Thursday night in waters off Longguzhao near Tunmun. Customs says smuggling these goods to the mainland could evade around 90% in taxes. The seizure included high-end fruit products such as grapes and honeydew melon, valued at around half a million dollars. Wang Adlun is a customs divisional commander. The smugglers think that it's more easy for them to smuggling large amounts of food to the mainland in one go, so that they may use this method to smuggling the food. A long-standing UN arms embargo on Iran is due to end today as part of the conditions of the 2015 nuclear deal. Iran's president, Hassan Rouhani, says the country is now free to procure weapons and equipment from any source, but it won't go to an arms buying It wouldn't go on an arms buying spree. The BBC's Charles Haviland reports. 
This embargo applies to conventional weapons, not nuclear arms, and has been in force for 13 years, but is now due to expire progressively from today, Sunday. The Iranian authorities have called this a momentous day for the international community. They've mocked the Trump administration's unilateral efforts to get all UN sanctions, including the arms embargo, extended. Efforts which were voted down by the Security Council in August. President Rouhani says, however, that Iran will concentrate on developing its own defence capabilities rather than going shopping for weapons abroad. Within hours of a humanitarian ceasefire being declared over Nagorno-Karabakh, Armenia has accused Azerbaijan of breaking it with an artillery and rocket bombardment. On Twitter, the Armenian Minister of Defence's press secretary said shelling and rocket fire had been reported. Azeri officials haven't commented on Armenia's claim, but before the ceasefire was declared, Azerbaijan's president, Ilham Aliyev, had vowed revenge on Armenia for a missile attack that killed at least 13 civilians in the city of Ganja. The leadership of Armenia is committing a war crime. Shooting civilians as well as launching rockets is a war crime. We will take revenge on the battlefield and we will take revenge for our martyrs and innocent people. We have never fought and will never fight against civilians. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Crowds are expected to gather in central Paris and other French cities in a show of solidarity with the teaching profession following Friday's murder of a teacher, Samuel Paty, by an Islamist knifeman. Mr. Paty was killed after showing pupils cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad during a lesson on free speech. The BBC's Lucy Williamson is in Paris. Already on social media, slogans are appearing in solidarity with Samuel Paty. Je suis Samuel, they read, I am Samuel an echo of the mantra Je suis Charlie that became a rallying cry here five years ago after the satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo was attacked by Islamist terrorists for printing the same cartoons. Charlie Hebdo is backing the demonstration today in Place de la République, organized by teachers' unions to show respect for Mr. Patti and support for teachers and freedom of speech. Nighttime curfews affecting 20 million residents of Paris and eight other French cities have come into force to help curb the rising rate of coronavirus infections. Cases jumped sharply to more than 32,000 yesterday, a new daily record. Many restaurant owners, including Stéphano Anselmo, are fearful, fearful of the impact the curfew will have on their business. It will have an impact on the economy, on earnings. And there will certainly be people who will lose their jobs because there are many restaurants that will go bust. It's a catastrophe. A fresh row has broken out between President Trump and the Democratic governor of Michigan as Mr. Trump visited her state on the election campaign trail. At a rally in the city of Muskegon, Mr. Trump renewed his attacks on Gretchen Whitmer, telling the crowd he hoped they would send her packing because of her coronavirus restrictions. He was met with chance of lock her up. You got to get your governor to open up your state, okay? And get your schools open. Get your schools open. The schools have to be open, right? Governor Whitmer, who was recently the subject of a far-right kidnap plot, responded by saying that was exactly the rhetoric that had put her and her family's lives in danger and it needed to stop. British business and industry groups representing 7 million workers have made an urgent plea for the government to reach a trade deal with the European Union. 
They called on both London and Brussels to compromise and find a way through their differences. The talks have been deadlocked over issues including fisheries and measures to ensure fair competition. Sports. Tampa Bay Rays have beaten the Houston Astros to advance to only the second World Series in the franchise's history. They beat the Astros 4-2 in Game 7 of the American League Championship Series. They'll await the National League champions with a contest between the L.A. Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves, now also going to a seventh game after the Dodgers won 3-1 in Game 6. Premier League champions Liverpool, who fear their centre-back Virgil van Dijk, may have suffered a serious injury in last night's two-all draw with Everton. They're waiting for the results of a scan. Here's their manager, Jurgen Klopp. I don't know. I don't know, it, so it's not good. Virgil played for us, I don't know how many games in a row. He plays with pain, he plays with pretty much everything, but he couldn't play on. That's not good. In the day's other games, Manchester City beat Arsenal 1-0. Raheem Sterling was given City's captain's armband and scored the game's only goal. Manchester United were 4-1 winners at Newcastle, while Chelsea twice threw away the lead to draw 3 all with Southampton. Chelsea manager Frank Lampard is, demand is demanding better defensive displays. We have to be more solid and, and try not to give those goals away. Like if you're making individual mistakes in games, it gives teams a chance at all times, and that's something we obviously have to get better at. Yeah. And that goes through the team, you know, and that's the way it is. We're seeing a lot of goals across the Premier League at the moment. No manager's happy with that situation. We all want clean sheets like we had two weeks ago against Crystal Palace, and that has to be better for sure. And in athletics, Perez Zipt. Chirchir called the breaking of her own women's only half marathon world record a gift to all Kenyans and her family. Jeb Chirchir crossed in one hour, five minutes and 16 seconds to carve 18 seconds off her own record for a women's only race. To end the news, the top story is once again, former chief executive C.Y. Leung says students should be protected from being radicalized. Customs sees four vessels and $20 million worth of frozen meat and fruit, saying it's the first suspected case of smugglers using barges for such activities. And a long-standing UN arms embargo on Iran is due to end today. The news from RTHK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RTHK, Radio 3. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by DJ. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, value and a new experience.
yours, baby. Yo, Simon, what's up? You ready? Let's get it, baby. Do it, do it. Uh. It's the Sunday session with the homie Simon Wilson. RTHK bang loud through the building.